I'm not really a song and dance man. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, I consider myself more of a warrior poet. So, okay. uh, <laughs> zip, zap, zap, zip, zap, zap, zip, zap, pod. Hi, everybody. It's Zip Zap Pod, the improv podcast show all about improv, podcast, and friendship. Wow. It is, don't You're you You're good. You should see the other guy. <laughs> we have a really fun show today. Uh, of course, I'm Drew Stroud. We have Hope Cherry in the studio. Hey. Hi, everybody. Oh. And then we have Trekkie Monster. <laughs> I mean, Eric Flick. <laughs> <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> Hi, Eric Flick here, yes. And we also have a special guest. Zoe Zara. Hello. Hi, Zoe. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Of course. Zoe is the director of uh, SDC's production of 13, coming to you this November. More on Zoe in a bit. But today, we are really excited because we're going to be talking about long-form comedy. Long-form. And long-form. Yeah, because long-form serious as well. Mm. So, uh, Eric, to get things started, I, I believe that you wanted to... Ask me. I wouldn't, didn't want to ask you a question. No. Did you want to ask me a question? I don't want to ask you a question. Do you want us to ask you Zoe, a question? Zoe, I've got a lot of questions for you. Okay. Oh, great. All right. So this summer you were in a show yes. here in Springfield at the Muni. I was. What was that? Legally Blonde the Musical. And you were fantastic in that, by she the way. She was Elle Woods. She was yes. amazing. Elle Woods. Thank you. I cried uh, every night that she came on stage to do her bows. <laughs> because Hope was there a lot, right? Yeah. Well, she was. She was Brooke Window in the musical as well. And then this guy over here, Drew Stroud, he was. Drew also Stroud was the star of the show as Dewey. That's true. You were in like That's seven different point. roles, right? You were up, Drew up there a lot. Drew Stroud tested my professionalism on a nightly basis, ah. and he ah. was the one person who ah. made me break character during dress rehearsal nice. the first time he came out as Dewey. And the three of us, um, it was Courtney Wick, Ryan Fisher, and myself playing Emmett, Paula, and Elle. We go to the trailer park to visit Dewey, and he came out of the trailer in his costume with the dog saying his lines, and all three of us just loved lost it and like couldn't compose ourselves so drew stroud lovely right funny guy yeah good to work with on stage absolutely great to work with on stage right right. better than me Uh, outside of the musical how did you find them Oh, I love both of them. I had known Hope a little bit longer than Drew because I had vocal directed her huh. in a chorus line, yeah. which was yeah, yeah, yeah. so much yeah. fun. And of course, Hope has a gorgeous voice, so she's so oh, fun and wonderful. easy to work with. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but I had never met Drew or his wife, Carly, until um, Legally Blonde. I had heard of them, and they're just the nicest people. Was there a Facebook group? For yeah, there Legally was. Blonde? There was. Huh. You didn't find them to be rude? And discourteous on fa- on electric mediums, they are awful. They electric are the mediums. yes, <laughs> how electronic old can you mediums. Say so, like that? <laughs> uh, let me set the stage for you okay. on a different show. Sure. So, uh, recently, Drew and Hope starred in Bonnie and Clyde the musical. Yes. Yeah, fantastic musical. Mm-hmm. There was a Facebook page set a up. Face, a, face, a Facebook group. Yeah, Facebook group set up. <laughs> private group, right? Sure. So people that are in the cast are in this group. Uh, and I'm not in the, the cast of that. I don't really do music. I'm not really a song and dance man. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a... I consider myself more of a warrior poet. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> what? Anyway, my daughter, sure though, is who going. is 12 years old, yes. does not have Facebook. So my wife and I are added to the Facebook group. Fine. And people do other things other than just 
discuss rehearsal schedules sure. in the Facebook group. And a lot of times there's these chains of comments <laughs> that mm-hmm. are on there. And so I'm at work, and all of a sudden my phone, ding, you were mentioned in a comment uh, in a Bonnie and Clyde Facebook post. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's a little weird. So I look right in the middle of a conversation. These two are firing off zingers at my expense <laughs> in the Facebook group. <laughs> I'm not in the show. I don't know many of the people in the show. The only reason they could be doing that is so that I would see it. They're just making fun of me. That's true. it. That's, that's true. Right? They're rude. They're awful people. Oh. And I don't tell people. I don't. I, that would be like me emailing my fantasy football league about the stuff they do, you know, and sure. like, and like somehow tagging them in it or something like that. And don't, don't you find that to be extremely rude? It is. So you don't even know. You don't even know what we said. I don't tell people that as soon that. as these mics go off, Hope gets up. Where's my white wine spritzer? And just no. gets into a stupor and just throwing things. And then what? him, him, he is in the worse. He, <laughs> the podcast, the, the mics go off and it's the touching starts. Just everything. It's yes. Yeah, there he goes. Even again. before. Even before. During. And the worst part though is the office quotes. Right, that's what, just, okay. that's what she said. Absolutely, we know you Absolutely. like the show. Here's the thing: Drew thinks he's Michael Scott, Dwight. You or, slut. Yeah, he's Dwight Schrute. He is Dwight Schrute. Okay. All right, D S. Drew Stroud. Oh, Dwight <gasps> Schrute. I didn't put that Dwight Schrute. I'm more of an Andy Jim mix, but it's fine. They're rude. They're rude people, and don't you find what, them to be you? rude people? That's my question that for you. That is a side of them that I have never witnessed. See, See and in spite of Eric all of that, is very um, sensitive. No. Yeah. And here's their favorite topic. Okay. Their favorite topic is to right. make fun of my age, he is which so old. I don't know if you understand how the arrow of time works, but it only goes in one direction. Right. I have zero control so, over right. how old I am. Is there right. a question here, or are you just uh, yeah, ranting? Hey, yeah. Settling. This is I'm this is another this is. Another example of Eric Flick's Gen X monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm hot. The right millennials. Yeah. So, uh, they they start popping off, and this happens a lot about my age. I have zero control over it. And by the way, what's funny about that? So uh, many things. Uh, oh, Eric lived more. He managed to survive on the planet longer than we have. Well, guess what? That's the point. You hope to be where I am at some point. Eric, you Do just I? need to calm down. No, Eric, you, no. You're you know? and at first, out. I f- at first I thought, you know what? They're just insecure people. That's they true. They need I to am. do that to be, to feel better about themselves. I've admitted to my issues on this podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm working on them. I thought I'll forgive them for that, but no, thank you. No, it's just thank because you for us. they want to see. Let's get old man flick all worked old up man. into a lather and see what happens. Listen, and listen. they're just they're just rude. Listen, and so listen. my question, quiet. My question for Zoe. That was such a long-winded question. <laughs> my question for you is why, and they team up on me too, why do Drew and Hope suck? I don't think Drew and Hope suck. Hey. Eric you know Flick. what? I'm so sorry. Flick you. If I had a reason to they share that information, I would, but I, I, I haven't in- experienced Listen, that side of them. It's so. true. It is not of my belief system that they hey. suck. But I'm sorry that they do all of that. No, he's, See? Cool. he's See? lying. I can really sympathize nice. with that. We're nothing you know, but nice to him. And we have said, Drew and I both agree that Eric is a silver fox. Yeah, I listen, would totally I feel like him. That's a despite, high despite their their rude, childish, discourteous behavior, I, I love them. I don't call many people oh. silver foxes. He loves us. I have grown very, very fond of the two of them. They're, they're wonderful people, but they're very... 
very rude. So, Drew, what do we? <laughs> Drew's going in. You have for to go to the bathroom. No, I, I thought we said do that before the podcast. I was just trying to kiss you. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so that was a great question. Thanks, Eric, for the twelve-minute monologue instead of asking Zoe any questions. At <laughs> I all. asked a question, and you know what? I don't believe her answer because I think she thinks you're rude too. <laughs> she doesn't. Trust me. All right. She so, said so. So, tell us about thirteen. Okay. Whoa. Okay. I thought I was hosting the episode, but that's fine. <laughs> so, tell us about 13. All right. Um, 13 is a newer musical. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I'm so There's sorry. There's Elvis again. He's Elvis back. Elvis is in the... Dog is He's now on top of you. my lap. Entered the building. If you want to push him down, just no. push him down. No, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm in heaven right now. Okay, but I... Yeah, you the real star oh of the show... Gosh. Elvis, Elvis himself. Elvis. <laughs> this is the best. So, okay, 13. 13. It is a musical about 13 year olds. And coincidentally, there are 13 characters. Ooh. Um, not including, you know, our incredible ensemble as well. And so, um, we meet the main character, Evan Goldman, at the beginning of the show. He's 12 years old and he lives in New York City and he's preparing for his bar mitzvah. And right before that happens, his parents get divorced and he is uprooted from his life in New York and his mom moves him to Appleton, Indiana, mm. which is a small town. And so he is kind of obsessed with this idea of getting the cool kids at school to come to his bar mitzvah so that he has a successful party and a successful celebration of him entering manhood. And so um, it kind of, it follows him and a handful of other incredible characters in their journey through being 13 year olds and going through all of, you know, the things that you go through when you're 13. Um, there's a lot of message of, kind of finding your tribe and staying true to the people who care about you genuinely um, and, you know, all of that nature. So, And the music is, of course, by... Jason Robert Brown. Who is a genius. He's so good. So if you're familiar with Songs for a New World or the last five years, he did that music. It's really challenging music. Yeah. Um, and so I was actually really surprised when I found out that he did the music for this show. And um, I have found that I don't think he really backed down on his game just mm. because it was going to be a cast of younger adults. Mm. Um, it's still really challenging music and these kids are rising to the occasion. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I think like you said, it's interesting. It's not, it's a kids show, but it's more it's a it's a young adult show. So Absolutely. How 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 would you say that's different from and this is your directorial debut for Springfield Community? Yes, for right? Springfield so Community. So how how do you think that's a little bit different than your like your typical kids show? So um this um I was actually talking to Bill Bowser who's on the board for STC about this um and how I felt like the kids were really rising to the challenge of the difficult like choreography and staging and stuff like that that we've thrown at them and he said to me you know one of the misconceptions is that because it's 13 it's a kids show mm -hmm. but it's not it's a main stage production that just happens to be a cast full of kids who are between the ages of 12 and 16 right. and so um the content I would say is more PG-13 than anything um because it is a very raw look into what it is to be 13. Um, and so it definitely is not a show that I would say you'd come to and be like, this is a family-friendly night. We're going to go out with the kids and see this sweet little kid show with, you know, good, wholesome kid family love. Um, you know, there's, there's some stuff in there that um, is definitely more of the PG-13. You know, there's some language and content and stuff like that. And this is not to, like, 
try to shy people away from coming. It's hilarious. Like the content um, in some moments is very funny. There are some moments that are kind of uncomfortable. And I think that that's on purpose because it's uncomfortable to be 13 years old. Um, and so I just. How do you feel about being 13? Drew? Okay, cool. Like age jokes. She's telling. Keep she, going there. She's telling Flick. a serious thing right now, and you're like, oh, I'm going to crack a wisecrack here. <laughs> yes. Classic Eric. Yep. No. Okay. So <laughs> so I would just say that I wouldn't necessarily categorize it as a kid's show. Right. I think it is a show that people of the age of 13 and up would enjoy, and I think it is it should be categorized more so as a main stage production that is cast with young adults. And how have they been um, responding? Because like you said, it, it does have some... Uh, more adult themes in it, or not mm-hmm. adult themes, but like you know, it's not again, it's not a typical, it's not a kids show. So how have yeah. how have the the kids been with the content? They have been professionals through and through. Um, and we make a point when we're blocking or when we come across some dialogue that in our day to day life would maybe make us cringe a little bit to take a moment and be like. This is a part of the script because it's a part of the story that they feel is important to tell, but we recognize that in our day-to-day lives, this is not something that we would comfortably mm-hmm. say or you know, just throw out there and stuff like that. And so they're, they're true professionals, and I think they recognize that a lot of what's included, whether it's something that you know they encompass in their personal lives or not, is a, an important part of telling the story authentically. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it's impressive. Can God bless you for taking it on. That sounds like it's a... Con, a congrats. Can God bless you. <laughs> can God that, bless you. That's what you he said. can. Take my shirt off. Will you stop stripping? Hope. So, uh, Zoe. <laughs> yeah. We're, so what we're going to do now... Okay. Is we're going to talk about some improv topics. Okay. This is called long-form improv. Okay. Feel free to chime in if you have any questions through our discussion. Okay. Um... And yeah, a lot of it will be just about improv. And if anything interests you, just ask us some questions. And then we're going to play a game with you. Okay. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. So uh, today's topic, of course, is long form mm-hmm. improv. Yep. Which what's, what's that? So last <laughs> week we talked about, or two weeks ago, we talked about short form. Um, long, so short form is game, it's gimmicks, things like that. Long form is, is, I wouldn't say it's the opposite of short form, but long form, you're given a suggestion from the audience, and then you improvise for roughly 20 to 45 minutes creating these separate scenes that sometimes intermingle with each other. Sometimes they're not connected at all, depending on what type of form you're doing. And it's a lot more based on, uh, like, the book, The Truth and the Comedy. Um, it's based on being in the moment, and it's based on not really being funny. It's based on letting the funny come natural. It's your, your basic gist of long-form comedy. So long-form was, was, I don't, what do we have here? We have, uh, we have like, the, the, the two main things you ever hear about when you think of long form. You think of, like, um, the Herald. Mm-hmm. What's the Herald? You're just asking me everything. God, I'm on the spot. The Herald is a, a long form structure, um, and it was established by Del Close and, and Chana Halpin. Han- Hana? I think it's Hana. It's, it's uh, yeah, like Hanukkah. Hana? I think it's. Okay. Yeah, for real. I thought, it was there. I thought there was an R in there. Charna. Charna? Harna. Charna? I don't know. Charna. Karna. Karna, Kana. Um, but they write that book, though. They did. They wrote together. The Truth and Comedy, mm-hmm. which we'll be discussing in a few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the Herald was developed. It's, it's, it's such a hard form to really describe. Um, but uh, the improv, actually the Second City Improv Olympics, these groups up in Chicago, um, Second City, which is known for sketch comedy, they, they sort of started, they used long-form techniques to create their, their sketches. Um, but the Herald, essentially, you take a long form, but then you have a very specific 
set that's happening throughout that you have to it's follow like a this pattern. Yeah, you yeah exactly. You follow this very specific pattern, um, and you're essentially creating three different stories that you don't think are going to connect at all. And then somehow in the end, all three stories connect, and it's like this cool, like your mind's blown as an audience um, because you don't think there's any way these three stories could connect, and they do. Um, so that's the Herald, and then you might be familiar with UCB. That yeah, I researched this one. Yeah, so tell us about UCB. Uh, so the one that I've seen them What's do. What's it stand for? Upsta- oh yeah, upstanding upright citizens. Up, upright citizens brigade. Yes. Why are you to keep doing that? Because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> rude. So uh, rude. the upright citizens brigade formed uh, probably in the early '90s. Amy Poehler is probably the most yeah. famous person to come out of there. But then uh, Matt Besser, who has his own, mm-hmm. admittedly improv. a little bit smaller, improv podcast. Improv for humans. Uh, and then the gentleman that's on Veep was part of the original Upright Citizens Brigade. And I can't remember his the, name. The Matt Walsh, is that his name? Might be. And then the lady, Debbie Downer? Uh, she was not part of the original oh, group, but she out. does a lot, a lot with them. Uh, so they formed a troupe in New York City in the early 90s, had a sketch show on Comedy Central, uh, and got back together and started doing a show that they called ASCAT, and that's yes. an acronym, too, that I'm not uh, familiar with what ASCAT. all those letters mean. But uh, their, their take on the long form was a little different. So they'd have a, a live audience, they'd come out, and they'd ask for a one-word mm-hmm. suggestion, mm-hmm. and then they'd have what they call a monologist. Yep. So yep. Uh, you can go to YouTube and find some of these. Ask cats. Uh, they sometimes had... <laughs> you just wanted to say ask <laughs> Tina Fey was one of the monologists. Yep. She just came out and somebody gave a suggestion and she riffed just off mm-hmm. the top of her head for a couple of minutes on, I think like, one I saw was like the topic of ham. Yep. And she touched on uh, like, stories from her childhood. Yeah. And then what they do is they have a series of scenes based on that monologue that that person just did. Uh, and those scenes may have characters that recur. They may have uh, transitions like, here's the scene, here are these people 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's Time amazing. Dash. Yeah, and, and they, they, they have transitions that yep. we'll get to talking about when we talk about that in uh, Truth and Comedy. But uh, it's amazing that one word suggestion from mm-hmm. the audience, 45 minutes that, of a show that is coherent and is connected throughout. It's, it's that was actually one of the first forms we did in college, too, was that mono, mono form. Yeah. You start with a model and you riff. But then there's all these different types of forms you can do. And it's interesting because like, they only generally get a one-word suggestion, and they can create this whole seri- this whole 45-minute segment. It blows my mind. It's very hard to do, but it's a lot of fun. Um, so what are some of the uh, advantages of log form, would you think? What I just said. That it's it's magical. I I call it magical because there's this thing that happens that uh, that really shouldn't happen, and that's that all those things fit in place, and nobody's planning that when they do their very first scene. The actors aren't planning. Okay, how am I going to mm-hmm. how am I going to connect this to a ahead. scene? You mm-hmm. can't. Yeah. You have to mm-hmm. be present you have to in be that in moment. In the moment. Uh, and so for that to to happen and is actually come together. Yeah. Hope. What do you think of that? Is yeah, I'm. I like the practical applications to real life and i think with long form definitely it's like uh you know uh you don't always have a plan for how your day is going to go you don't always have um you know or how your years are going to go how your life's going to go um but it's it's kind of cool to be able to see how pieces sort of fit together and make sort of this picture make sort of this story um that sort of crosses 
um, in long form, of course, like 45 minutes of time. But, um, you know, it sort of is a, a nice way to relate, you know, to your own life, like thinking about how, um, you know, you do something and it doesn't make sense or it was stupid and uh, there's no way that that could like bring any good. Um, and then, you know, later, you know, in your day, something good comes from that. So or a week or a month or a or year. Or a month or a year. Yeah, you just have that, no. Yeah. So um, that's what I like personally about long form improv. Um, and, you know, for those who aren't maybe necessarily uh, as quick on their feet, you know, um, short form is great for people that's who are quick point, on their yeah. feet. But like long form, if you're not necessarily like a witty zinger kind of person, uh, then, you know, long form is a great way to, uh, you know, sort of be able to still contribute, but not um, not have to always have those quick lines. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Have either of you done uh, a long form piece? Oh, yeah. I mean, Drew has done a lot. He yeah. has like 50 years of experience. 50, 55. Just, I doubt just that. this year, yeah. Wow. Uh, no, so uh, my, my troop in college was long form. We did short form, but we long, like we competed every year in a long form competition. Um, and I'm actually teaching long form to my students right now, too. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool to be going back to it because it's, it's been a while since I've done it. Um, and it's, I would love to get CCI back into long or into long form. Hope, have you done long form? Yeah, I've done a few long form scene, like, uh, scenes. What do you call them? Scenes. Pieces, performances. Pieces, performances. Performance. Yeah, I've done a few. Forms. Concertos. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a lot of like less pressure because it was like, you don't have to, um, make the scene necessarily like That's funny. Yeah. It's, so. I, I find like, it's interesting that you say that because I think long form is high pressure for me. I think it's different oh. for everyone. Um, I think it's just it's just um, a, a different perspective because mm. I, I think it can it, it can be challenging if you aren't truly in the moment. Yeah. Um, because then if you get too much in your head and my favorite Susan Messing quote is if you're in your head, then you're not out here with me. Wow. I like that. I've seen um, I've seen a couple like long form uh, troops, too. I saw a few at Second City a few different times um, and it was one was like started off sort of as this like soap opera mm -hmm. like piece and it was just really they did not start off to be funny it was just very like dry and you know sort of your typical soap opera and then it sort of took off and became yeah. this really funny piece because of those little elements that each of the characters were picking up each of the scenes were picking up so, so. those are other examples of long form you know the the ass cat or the even the herald start with very minimal mm -hmm. suggestions but some of these uh, pieces they they come in and even having rehearsed uh, okay th these are soap operas and these are going to be the the framework for characters that we're going to have right. but then the rest of it is improvised yes. and, right. and the funny's going to come yes. from the brand new things that happen between those characters on stage that particular night yeah i think there's one one of the ones they'd mentioned in truth and comedy is a, is a one that does like a fantasy or like um, they take, they get a, a suggestion for a, a child story. Like mm -hmm. um, I think the one they talk about is Hansel and Gretel maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like and then they, they do that and they like riff off Hansel and Gretel, like what happened to them afterwards. Um, so it's interesting. There's so many different forms yeah. you can do. Um, and I think we could spend hours and hours and hours talking about long form. Well, mm. let's, since we just did short form a couple of weeks ago in yeah. our other podcast, what are some of the skills that, translate to both what do you need to do to be a good both short form and long form improviser drew what do you think uh truthfulness talking? for sure even though even though short form is more gimmicky you still have to be truthful in your comedy otherwise it comes off as fake and cliche um and to hope's point you you still have to be quick on your feet just a, in a different extent like you can't 
you don't you don't get time to just think and make up stuff, but it's not as pressure, I think, in terms of in terms of that quickness. Um, listening. Yeah, listening. I was gonna say that was my big thing. Yeah. Like you both short and long, but I feel like a little bit more in long, you have to really pay attention to your team. You have to listen. You have to um, sort of work together mm-hmm. because otherwise then it just doesn't, you know. Group mind. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And that it doesn't work. That very basic piece of yes and is almost more important in long form. I, I mean, would, would you say would that? Say, because yeah. it can grind a scene to yes. a halt very quickly. You're, mm-hmm. you're creating that reality for the audience. Right. Based on a one ser- word suggestion. Where in short form, it's like the relationship is important, the characters are important, but what's more important is that you're playing the game. Long form, you don't have a game to fall back on. You have to go off that suggestion. Mm-hmm. You have to build. The three things that I tell my students is the three things that are important are the platform, is your character, your relationship, and what you're doing in that in that moment. So, yeah. Why, why don't we see more? Why isn't there a long uh, a long form true happening in Springfield right now? Because when long form is good, it's fantastic. When long form is bad, it, it's horrible to watch. So you can have an audience sure. just be. Completely turned just, off. Yeah, by it. yeah. And, and and especially when you're trying to make, especially like with us, why we haven't done it when you're trying to make a business out of it and and build forward, you want to make sure you're putting something the best thing forward that you can that you know the audience is going mm. to love and they're gonna want to come back to it. Yeah. And I think they could be trained to like long form here. I just think it's something that we're definitely going to have to keep pushing yeah. and and I slowly start doing. Like short form is kind of like a wine cooler. Hey. And long form is kind of like a nice. Aged. It's, it's see, what I, see what I mean, Cabernet. Zoe? Alcoholic. Yeah. Alcohol. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because they say, like, you, you can't really say one is better than the other because I don't think oh. they are. But, like you said, well, maybe people <gasps> like Hope, are you coolers. An improv snob? Are you oh, a long she's a little bit, snob? A little bit of a I, didn't I just that. feel like as, as an audience it's, member, it's a little bit it's a little bit easier to digest. Yes, just like form. a wine cooler. Yes. As opposed to. But you shouldn't scotch. drink a lot of wine coolers. See? It also takes. A lot of work to get an, a, a, an improv troupe to a good long-form performance. I mean, you have to commit to very week, regular... Week, weeks in rehearsal. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and they have to get to know each other. Yep. You mentioned group mind, which we'll get deeper into, but they have to develop that, too. It's not something that you can pop up on stage and have that happen, correct? Fesha. Was that for sure? Yep. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm... Uh, Hope, what are you feeling? Are you feeling? I feel like we should play a game. You feeling gamey? Mm. Nice. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Zoe, you want to play a game? Sure. Yes, you do. We're going to do the onion? Yeah. So this is a good, like, combo, uh, short form. It's a long, f- it's a, lo- it's a short, short, long. Form, it's a, uh, it's, short, it's a medium form, form game. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. And so uh, the, the way that the onion works is uh, somebody's going to start, um, and then we'll have, uh, another person will join based on something that was said in that previous scene. So somebody's going to start with a monologue, and then um, somebody will join and st- based off something they said in their monologue. Start a new scene based off that, and then some. Then it'll be a the two person, person scene. So it'll be a two person scene. Then the third person's going to join and bring in a scene. new something based off that previous scene. They're going to bring in something new. Do another new scene for three people, and then the fourth person's going to come in provide a new scene and then the fourth person has to find a way to leave the scene then the third person we come back to the three person scene eventually the third person has to leave Zoe are you as nervous as I am I'm freaking out and to the one 
No, it's it'll be really, right. it's so it'll be, easy. It really is easy. So it's really, it sounds scary. So you improvise easy. every single day of your life. Yeah, she's a teacher. It's true. So it's just seen now. You just had to pick a character in a relationship. Do you see me gripping this microphone stand? I me and Hope will start. White yeah. knuckling it. And then you guys will be three and four. Okay. okay. I'll be three. Usually when we play, okay. there's no, nobody picks numbers. Somebody's no, just like, true. I'm going to. It is true. But we'll, we'll, we'll do a little more structure. Just a little Thank bit. Thank you. For, for the us. noobs. For, so we'll get a suggestion, um, Zoe. A suggestion just of anything a suggestion at all. Just a suggestion of anything. Of like topic? Yeah, yeah just any word. Anything. Anything. Oh, it could be like a pancake. All I can start, uh, all I can think about, like I can't stop thinking about right now is your dog. All right. Okay. So. Dog. Dog. The word is dog. Yeah. Okay. Come here, Fido. Come on. Come on. Come on, buddy. Okay, come on. We got to get in the car. You've been in the dog park way too long. Come on. Get in the car. Fido, get in the car. Don't go over there. Come back over here. We're. Uh, <sighs> Mom, I don't want to do my homework. Now, honey, we've talked about this lots of times. You've got to do your homework or else you just can't go to any parties. Mom, I'm just a young adolescent teen and I just would rather be doing anything but my homework. And you're just the worst. And I just don't even want to be here right now. Well, well, now, now, that, that's just rude to your mother. Mom, okay? I, I love I feel, you, but... Well, I love you too, son. I, I birthed you, and you I... You can be a, a, a real hag sometimes. Well, that's... Kevin, man, I'm glad you could make it out to the party, man. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. I invited a lot of ladies to the party. Ooh. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's a lady. Oh, my gosh. I'm a lady. Hey. <laughs> Hey, lady. Hey, <laughs> I hey. brought some. I brought some wine coolers uh, for you guys to I try. I love wine coolers. Buy more of like a, a fancy, what, like a cabernet, like more of a cabernet. Okay, you know I brought some of those too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You got some. You got some tunes. You got yeah, some tunes. Absolutely. You're gonna turn up here, man. Get that music blast. Yeah. Do you guys like ASMR? I'll turn that on. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. How about some hip hop? Yeah, okay. hip hop. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, this is great. This is great. Oh, I love this hip hop. Hello, welcome to the music store. How can I help you this afternoon? Uh, I really need some hip hop. I got a party going on back at my house. I have no tunes. I need something like right away. Hip hop. Yeah. All he had was ASMR records, and we can't listen to any more of those. My mom recorded a bunch That's of those. Unfortunate. Yeah. Have you ever watched soap cutting videos? Uh, yeah, soap all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's top notch mm-hmm. stuff. All right. So hip hop. Are you into more current hip hop or more like Bismarcky? 80s, 90s? Yeah. Yeah. All B- right. Yeah. Well, Beastie Boys. Those guys. If yeah. you come East right Coast-y. over here, my associate can help you. Hey. Find I'm, some new. I stuff. I can get you so much music, but you know we have to do it in the back alley. It's uh, it's some it's some legit stuff. If you okay. Wanna, you wanna show me the way? Yeah, come come. My come mom gave me, me fifteen dollars. I only need ten. Okay, let's go. I have to take a call in the back. If you need anything else, I'll be right back there. Thank you. Thanks, old lady. Dude, this party yes. is off the chain. Lit. I love this. You guys like the music, dude? You did a great yeah, job. This is great, we need to do this every year. I need Lit. a wine cooler though, bad, because yeah. I had to do yeah. some things to get that music. Oh, oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need something to wash down the the sadness. The sadness, yeah. Mm. Well, man, we'll we'll go get cleaned up and we'll uh, we'll hang out again ne- next fall for okay. sure. For Sounds sure, good. man. Late, <sighs> mom. I'm sorry, I was such a jerk when I was a little kid. It's just, it's just, I love you and I appreciate everything that you've done for me. Okay. I love you too, honey. I I just, I just, I you know, whenever you talked back to me, it just made me feel like. You didn't love your mother. Mom, I love you 
more than than life itself. Oh, son, you're just the best. You're just the best son that a mother could ever have. Thanks for coming to my wedding, Mom. Of course, I wouldn't miss it for the world. All right, here we go. Wish me luck. Okay, I'll I'll see you in a few years. <laughs> Fido, if you don't get in this car right now, I'm gonna throw you. <laughs> see, it's hey. good. Onion. I don't think I remember anything I just said. I'm right. pretty sure I like blacked, blacked out. Well, that whole that's, <laughs> that's what happened. It well, happens here's the thing. a we lot. We recorded all of that. Yeah, so, so you can <laughs> listen to it. It happens a lot. Too. Black uh, out. That was an onion. You no, just as improvised. A, as a little anecdote, though, the, the first time I went to an improv rehearsal, I went home and my wife's like, how did that go? And I was like, I don't know. I don't remember anything that happened. He it was, was just so fast. Up, yeah. so that, uh, too many wine it. coolers. And, well, and I really wanted to forget <laughs> the interactions <laughs> that I had with these Debra's. two <laughs> double teaming, incredibly rude individuals. It's always two on one. Hey. It's ridiculous. Hey. So it's you improvised. It wasn't terrible. I improvised. You did, you did it. Yeah, High you fives. did it. High fives for you. Yes. Zoe, that was fantastic. Yes, Zoe Zara. Okay. You're far too kind. Thank We're not. you. Trust us. We are rude people. I know. So, Zoe. Yes. Uh, Finally an admission. What did you just say? Finally an admission. True. Finally yes. intermission. Finally intermission. <laughs> All right, Zoe. So if people want to see... <gasps> I love that song. Yes. I even know that song. Uh-huh. If people want to see 13, yes. how do they go? Well, give us the details. When is it? So we open on November 9th, and we're 9th, 10th, and 11th, and then we are the following weekend as well. Um, on Friday and Saturday night, our shows are at 8 p.m., and on Sundays, our shows are at 2 if you would like tickets, you can visit the Hoagland Center for the Arts box office. You can go to the Hoagland's website, or you can call them at 523-ARTS. Look at that. Perfect. That was improvised. That Look was at you. Improvised. You're going to be a top-notch improviser. See, yeah. see you at auditions. Thank you. <laughs> 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 we got our claws into you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so um, so any any last things you want to say about it, why they should come and see it? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like earlier I was kind of like really harping on how, you know, it's it's not like a hunky dory family show. And I, I don't I hope that that's not taken in a negative like, well, we shouldn't go see this because it's this questionable show. No, it is a very honest portrayal of what it is like to be 13. And so there are these beautiful moments of, you know, comedy. There are there's heartbreak. It's just very authentic. I think it's very genuine. I think it's important. Um, you know, so many of the messages that are in this show even as a 25-year-old woman, it still ring true to me um, because so much of what happens to us then doesn't fully go away when we become mm -hmm. adults. Um, and there's this this big message within the show at the end of it called, uh, there's a song called uh, Homework. And so it the message is that we all have a little more homework to do. So no matter how far we go, we can always go a little bit further to strive to be better. And so there are beautiful messages within this show. There are so many moments of laughter, so many genuine emotional moments. The music is great. The dancing is fun. And these kids are going to blow people's minds. And Fantastic. so I truly hope that you consider coming out and joining mm -hmm. us for the show because it will be well worth your while. I truly hope. Perfect. Yes. Awesome. So check out SDC's 13. Coming to you this November. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening to another episode of Zip Zap Pod, the improv podcast. We'll see you next ZZP. time. ZZP. ZZP for life. Bye. Bye. Love you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs>